Hey folks, Armin Hammer here, and this is the brick of a camera body that I currently own. I am borrowing this camera that I'm shooting this on uh, from a buddy of mine, Chase Long. He's on the Scale is Needed podcast with me, as well as you know, he has his own YouTube channel, Chase504. And if you like CrossFit vlogs, weekly stuff, that he, he that's the type of thing that he does. You know, he went to regionals last year, so he's you know pretty fit. Rest in peace, regionals, obviously. But either way, today. We're going to be talking about the CrossFit Games Open, and now that 19.1 is complete, we have an idea of how many people signed up, how that compares to previous years, and we're going to talk about what it all means. So this chart that you're looking at on the screen here, this is courtesy of Morning Chalk Up. These are accurate numbers, been corroborated. I reached out a couple different times to a few different people or connected who could tell me exactly what the numbers are, and these are accurate. 357,000 signups for the 2019 CrossFit Games Open. That is a, about a 14%, a little more than a 14% decrease from last year, the 2018 CrossFit Games Open. And in fact, it's lower than where we were in terms of signups for the 2017 Open. What could it possibly mean? Does this mean that the CrossFit Games are dead, that CrossFit is over with? Absolutely not. But it definitely is not a good thing. And I think there's really four interpretations as to what this information could possibly be signaling. And I, I, I would say that the CrossFit is dying is one of the interpretations there, but certainly doesn't have the data to back it up just yet, and is also the most extreme of these interpretations. The other three interpretations we're looking at are all connected in, in really interesting ways. So it certainly isn't a good thing that we've seen a dip uh, essentially a reversal, a couple of years worth of people signing up for the CrossFit Games Open. And we knew that this thing was not going to continue growing at such a crazy rate every single year. At some point it was going to plateau, potentially even dip. But this year we've seen what could be, I mean, that's a pretty significant dip, 14% from its highest ever and below where it was two years ago. That's pretty significant. But the, the real interpretation here comes from why this is happening. And like I said, the CrossFit is dying is a really extreme interpretation, one that I don't think has enough data to back it up just yet. We would need years of trends in terms of not just open signups, but, but affiliate numbers, you know, where affiliates are shrinking versus growing, uh, total number of affiliates worldwide, all of that stuff, you know, people signing up for their level one cert, that's all the data that's gonna tell you whether CrossFit is dying or not. Having this one data point gives us more of an insight into the average CrossFit member of a community, right? And what they're feeling here. And to me, it gives us three real options. Either the average CrossFitter is uninformed about the CrossFit Games Open, they are disinterested in the CrossFit Games Open and what it all means, or they are voting with their wallets and either not doing it at all or participating and not paying the $20 to sign up for the Open. The uninformed angle is probably the most accurate. And I think the information used to kind of come to that conclusion is that we didn't have any sort of real, direct, clear outline of what is happening, why it's happening, and what we as a community can expect from CrossFit. And this is coming from one of the people who had direct communication with the people making these decisions and was part of the group that was breaking this news to everybody, which was as big a surprise to me as it must have been to you guys. What we saw maybe a couple weeks ago was an op-ed from Jeff Kane in the Morning Chalk Up 
we saw an email go out to all the affiliates, but that communication, that's the, that's the exact type of communication that I'm thinking should have happened months and months and months ago. A sort of explanation of, hey guys, here's the issues that we're facing, here's how we're gonna solve it, and here's why these changes are happening, what you can expect down the line, what is changing, what isn't changing. These are important pieces of information, at the very least, to put people on an even playing field going into this next open. Because as of right now, when you think of people being uninformed, that's a pretty accurate statement. I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of people, many of them saying, I didn't even know the Open was starting this week. They haven't seen the ad spend, the marketing that generally goes around the Open, uh, you know, leading up from usually December all the way through the signups. They didn't see any of that buildup. Obviously, there's no media team at HQ to make that buildup, but either way, they're not seeing that buildup. And secondarily, when they go to their coach at their gym and they ask him, hey, what's going on with the Open? I saw some dude with a mullet on YouTube telling me that there's gonna be another Open in October and that like they're not doing regionals anymore. What's that all about? Their coach may not have the answers. So without any sort of from the top communication, just a general outline is really what we're asking for here. Without that, the average member goes to their coach, they ask a question, coach can't answer it, so they, they don't necessarily know how to participate in this thing to begin with. And I think the uninformed slash non-marketed to portion of this is a really big part of that dip in the signups. If you look at this data and your interpretation of it is that people are no longer interested in CrossFit, I, I don't know if that is supported by this data, but I definitely can tell you that is far and away the most poisonous of all of these scenarios. And the reason why I'm saying that is, if you have a sudden loss of interest, like true, just absolute lukewarm reaction to everything happening to CrossFit, like a big fat mm, coming out of the community, that is a disaster. However, I don't think that's the case because many of the people that I've spoken to have been on one of these extremes. Either they really didn't know what was going on and therefore were just kind of not given the steps needed in order to participate in any clear way, or they're in the voting with their wallet uh, demographic, which is a group of people who are so passionate about this thing and so critical about how this whole thing has turned out over the past seven months, from the layoffs to removing regionals to not seeing Dave Castro announce the workouts, that they have refused to pay the $20 for the Open and are voting with their wallets in order to send a message. And that, I think, is, is actually a very positive thing. I don't mean that in like, yeah, you don't sign up for the Open, good job. I don't mean it like that. What, what I mean is if we have a group, a community that is at its core lukewarm and, and just not interested in what CrossFit's all about, then CrossFit is dying. That There's no getting around that. However, based off of the growth that we've seen in the Open and to be honest with you, all the different affiliates that I've stepped into, I can tell you right now, people are not disinterested in CrossFit or the CrossFit Games. They are, generally speaking, very interested, which is why I'm right here telling you about this, right? That last option, the voting with their wallet interpretation, is probably accounting for at least some of this dip in registration and is potentially the best thing about this entire situation. And 
I know that I come across as this super hopeful, you know, very glasses half empty type guy. Uh, and I, I can tell you right now, that is generally true. I'm a positive person, but I have to fight my inner, you know, WTF moments in a lot of this and try and look at this from a perspective of not just my personal experience with how things are going, but potentially what this looks like in terms of trends in the community. And when I say that I think it's a positive thing when we have people not voting with their wallet, I absolutely mean that because if they are so hurt and upset and willing to voice their displeasure by not paying the $20, that means they're still paying attention. That means they're still involved in the community. They still love this thing. They just don't like the way it's going right now. They don't agree with what's happening right now. If that is the case, that kind of implicitly means that they also could be convinced that if they see something they agree with, if they are shown what the potential of this new season could be, that they will not only return, but also advocate for it at the same sort of extreme as they are, you know, poo-pooing it right now. Here's the crazy part. Let me tell you the crazy part. Years ago, I was that guy. Back when CrossFit was still in its nascent stages in terms of the CrossFit games, and we're talking about 2011, 2012, I was that guy. I loved CrossFit just as much then as I do now. And I was a vocal critic of many of the things that were going on. For example, I participated in the CrossFit Games season before there was the Open. It was just sectionals. You go to sectionals. And before that, by the way, it was just regionals that were set up by a bunch of independent people who programmed their own events. And the winners of those events went to the CrossFit Games. Then that was too big, so they needed an entry level competition. Those were sectionals. And then sectionals gave way to the Open. And when we saw the Open sort of take absolute control of the CrossFit Games season from all the programming through into the regionals and into the games and shut out all the other potential events, these sectional events and the, the formerly you know, independently owned regional events, I was really vocal about that. I was very critical about the programming in the 2012 Open. I was very critical about the business decisions that CrossFit HQ was, was making at that time. I was running an affiliate my brother and I owned in LA. In fact, all of this culminated in me being kicked out of the CrossFit Games in 2012. I was so loud and I was such a bit of an asshole, but also a thorn in the side of CrossFit HQ that they disagreed with my existence to the point where me, a paying customer to be at the CrossFit Games 2012, was removed. So I've been in those shoes. I know what that's like to, to be so, so involved in a thing and then not agree with the direction that that thing is going in. I know what that feels like. And then now that this thing has opened up yet again and kind of gone back to where it was years ago, like 10 years ago, that is really exciting for me. I, I see the value in that. And I understand that there are people who don't necessarily see the value in that because they weren't around like I was seven or eight years ago and trying to you know, affect some change and trying to bring a different voice to the media and the coverage and the representation of what CrossFit was all about and just absolutely failing by being blocked off and locked out. 
Yo, I get that. And this is this is a situation in which now, if you're vocal about your your you know, things that you disagree with uh, in terms of how these things are going, while there is no promise that you're going to be heard or, or specifically listened to, there certainly isn't the you are now banned and exiled from this community as it had been in the past. Remember folks, there's a whole lot going on in our sport and it's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. That is what I am here for. And before I go, I wanted to say huge thank you to every single one of you. This channel is growing way faster than I ever expected it to. I'm, I'm really excited and honored to be a part of that ride. I'm glad that you guys are enjoying this. And if you do enjoy this, if you like what this conversation feels like, or if you absolutely just hate and disagree with it, you know, either way, like it, share it, subscribe, tell your friends about it. If you're telling your friends, hey, this guy has some good points, that's cool. If you tell this guy, hey, if you tell your friends, hey, this guy's a moron and has no idea what he's talking about, let's laugh at him, I guess that's cool too. Either way, I appreciate all of your support and I will see you guys next time.